For many, 65 was the magic number for retirement. Today, that's not even full retirement age. On today's show, we'll highlight why it's hard to retire at 65 and offer some tips to help get you to retirement on your terms. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Welcome into Retirement Rue, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. We have Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. 88 combined years experience between father and sons, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are a fiduciary firm. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week, and we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. No costs, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process, and you may be in a situation where you haven't even thought about it. You haven't started planning. This would be a great opportunity. Or you're in the middle of something, and you are just, you've got a lot of questions. You're not getting feedback. There, you know, communication's just not there. It's time for a second opinion. You can grab one of those spots when we make them available. So, Grant, let's get into this. According to a recent Gallup poll, 25% of those uh, that were surveyed said that they would retire at that age of 65. That's a number we're all familiar with. However, in that same Gallup poll, 39% say they're going to retire after that so-called magic number. And here are some reasons why folks are delaying their retirement. And this is a big one. You haven't saved enough money. Oh, absolutely. You know, most people have this idea, as long as I'm making contributions to my employer plan uh, or saving in a, a, a different type of retirement vehicle, as long as they're making those contributions, everything's going to be fine. But generally, most people overestimate how much they're actually saving. Many people can max out their 401k, but sometimes they're only contributing enough to get the match from the company. So you have to make sure that when you're looking at how much you're saving, you're putting pen to paper, doing a little bit of math to see if I'm on this current trajectory, where will I be at age 65? I tell you folks, having a plan, kind of getting a, a lay of the land, so to speak, when it comes to your retirement, very, very important. This Gallup poll just kind of tells you uh, we're living longer. Uh, there are some big question marks when it comes to retirement. You need to get answers. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, and you can ask these questions. You can get answers to your uh, current situation when it comes to retirement planning. So again, Taking a look at some of these numbers, 39% say, you know what, magic number, throw it out the window. We're going to work a little bit longer. We're going past 65. So what's the reasoning behind it? Uh, haven't saved enough money, number one. And this next one's absolutely scary uh, when I think about it, Grant. And the category is you haven't saved anything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the only good thing about uh, not having saved anything for retirement is that you're not alone. A recent Go Banking Rates Retirement Savings Survey found that one third, one third of Americans have nothing saved for retirement and 55% have less than $10,000. That is a very frightening statistic. If you are one of those people that fall into that category, you know, depending on where you are age-wise, now is the time to catch up, especially with what is happening in the market today, it is the time to be trying to catch up as much as possible and make as many contributions as you can before you get to that date. Why are so many, at least, um, you know, in these surveys saying they're going to work past 65? What's the reasoning behind it? Haven't saved enough. Haven't saved anything. Those are two scary ones right there. And what about this one? 
you didn't account for taxes. Yeah, this is another big one that we see quite often. People think, okay, I need $3,000 a month. I'm going to get $2,000 from Social Security. I can take $1,000 from my savings or investments, and I'll make my $3,000 each month. The problem is, is that you are going to owe some taxes on this money because most of what you are taking out from your investments is going to either be subject to ordinary income tax, if it's coming from an IRA or 401k, or be subject to capital gains taxes if it's coming from a non-retirement plan. So you have to make sure that you're looking at what is the gross that I need to take out to net me my net number that I need each month. I tell you, folks, having a plan, uh, being able to sit down and talk about your situation, give you that ease of mind as you move towards retirement. Again, Gallup poll uh, basically saying that you know the old number of 65, about one quarter of those surveyed said, yeah, 65 is my number. That's when I'm going to retire. But 39% of the survey said, you know what, we're working well past uh, 65 and for a number of reasons, such as they haven't saved enough money. Maybe they haven't saved anything. They haven't accounted for taxes and how that's going to impact their retirement. And this next one, Grant, 65, it's no longer considered the full retirement age. Well, that's right. So as we are living longer, our retirements are becoming longer, which means people will collect Social Security for longer. The Social Security Administration is adjusting the so-called full retirement age so that anyone born after 1937 will have to wait until after age 65 to collect their full retirement benefit. And if you were born in 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67. This is what the Social Security Administration does to tweak the, the, the kitty where all the money is stored in Social Security to make sure that it will remain solvent. You back up the full retirement age a little bit. You make a tweak to the amount of income subject to tax for Social Security tax, FICA taxes. And that gives decades longer for the Social Security uh, Trust Fund to be solvent. And we are going to see this continue. For Chad and I, it very well might be that our full retirement age is going to be 75. The younger you are, the longer they're going to push that back. Tweak the kitty. Remember, you heard it here first on Retirement Rue. Grant Simon spending some time with us, and we're talking about this Gallup poll. And again, 25% out there in this poll said, yeah, 65, that's going to be our retirement age. But another 39% of that poll said, no, well beyond 65. And what's the reasoning behind it? That's the key. They haven't saved enough. They haven't saved anything. They haven't really been thinking about and accounting for taxes. You know, 65, it's being adjusted, no longer considered full retirement age. And when it comes to Social Security, there are people out there that don't want to leave money on the table. So they're not claiming, uh, you know, when they can first claim, they're kind of stretching it out, trying to get as much as they can. Sure. With Social Security, if you trigger it at age 62, you'll get checks longer, but you're going to get much smaller checks each month. If you wait until your full retirement age, you'll get your full benefit. Wait until age 70 and you'll get even more, up to 8% per year, depending on your year of birth. So stretching out when you start getting your Social Security, if you do have long life in your family, it might be in your best interest to wait if possible. Um, but you might need to take it at 62. We just want to look at what is the best thing for your individual circumstance. I tell you, you take a look at some of these numbers. And again, surveys are going to be out there and you're going to see them. But some of these numbers are alarming. And why are people not retiring at 65? Again, just 25% in this latest Gallup poll said, yeah, 65 is going to be the number. That's when we're going to walk away. That's when we're going to retire. But obviously that leaves 75% in other, you know, other categories. And so people are working longer. So this next one, 
and maybe a reason for working past 65, they've cashed in their 401k. Yeah, this is very sad. We see this so, so often. Somebody will come in, sit down with us and say, well, I left one job for another one. And when I did that, I cashed out my 401k to put it on the house, pay down the, the mortgage or took it out for whatever the reason might be. Uh, specifically, by the way, if you are even thinking about doing that to pay off your house, withdrawing for cashing out your 401k to pay off your mortgage, please, please do not do that. Sit down with an advisor, let them help you, let them show you why that's not the right way to move. Um, and we do see this quite often, actually, and it's for a whole host of reasons. But if you are able to avoid getting that tax uh, uh, penalty, the 10% pre-distribution penalty if you're below age 59 and a half, and if you can avoid adding another 30, 40, 50, 100, $200,000 in taxable income in one year to your return, that is certainly a better way to go. Always try to keep the funds in the 401k if possible. I'll tell you folks, retirement, it's, it's not a walk in the park. I mean, you want your retirement once you get there to be that, but getting there, planning for it, making sure you're covered, Again, latest Gallup poll, 25% saying, yes, 65 is going to be my retirement age. Uh, But that leaves you 75% saying they're going to push it back. Uh, They're going to work longer. And the reasons for that, they haven't saved enough. They haven't saved anything. Uh, They haven't really taken into account what taxes can do to your uh, retirement options. And, folks, uh, taxes are going to be uh, going up. Uh, 65, no longer considered the full retirement age. And you don't want to leave money on the table when it comes to Social Security. So people are pushing back their retirement dates and uh, continuing to work and taking Social Security at a later time. And then, of course, one of the big mistakes, cashing in that 401k and they're not able to retire at age 65. And last but not least, let's get into this one Uh, again. You're relying, and this is, again, reason people are working past age 65, they're relying exclusively on Social Security for retirement. Yeah, that's right. Social Security is really designed to replace only about 40% of your pre-retirement income. And even if you delay receiving your benefits until age 70, you won't come close to the money you were making during the time period when you were working. To continue the lifestyle you have, you'll need to have additional income, and that's mainly going to come through savings that you've made in your 401k, IRA, or other plans. All right. Well, listen, we have positions on the calendar. We have five of them at Simon & Simon Financial. We're going to open those up right now. And this is about you folks getting questions answered when it comes to your retirement situation. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. All right, folks, we have five positions. Call this number now, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. This is your opportunity. No cost, no obligation, no pressure to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon and talk about your retirement situation. All right, call that number now, 800 800- 728-2225. Coming up next on the program, the older we get, the faster it seems that time is passing and you really want to be ready for retirement. Hang on, we've got some suggestions for last-minute financial moves that you can make.
Welcome back into Retirement Room, powered by Simon & Simon Financial right here in New Orleans. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. Between father and sons, 88 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. This is a fiduciary firm, Simon & Simon Financial. I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate. And again, we hit the topics each and every week, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon. No cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. All right. We have Chad Simon for this portion of the program. Now, Chad, the older we get, the faster time seems just to kind of move along. And before you know it, retirement, bang, there it is, staring you in the face. But hang on, We've got some suggestions for last-minute financial moves to make right before you say goodbye to your work days and head off into your golden years. So you're still working, Chad, but you are you see retirement. It's right there. But things you need to do before you actually stop, I guess, that, that, that spigot that has the cash flow and before you walk away from your job, reduce portfolio risk. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. You know, you know, as you may be retired now, we're seeing retirees now live for 30 years or more. So you're going to need to make sure at least a portion of your portfolio is allocated for growth investments, such as stocks, um, equities, after you stop working. But you also have to reduce your overall risk. You know, so we believe there are five key tenants to a successful retirement plan. That's growth, protection, income, liquidity, and taxes. Each tenant is equally important. So while you must continue to grow your portfolio, you have to reduce large losses or the risk of large losses and extreme volatility, which is what we're experiencing now, uh, to the greatest extent possible. You know, unlike younger investors, those close to retirement or those in retirement are not guaranteed the luxury of time to recover from a major market decline like you were in your 20s or 30s. If you're planning a retirement with a million dollars in your portfolio, for example, and you have a major hit or major bear market right when you start working, you might end up with 800,000, 700,000 or less in your account. So for that reasons, you know, most advisors recommend lowering the risk of the overall risk of your portfolio as you approach retirement. For us, it is a balance and most importantly, allocating your portfolio in a way that you always have access to your funds that are not exposed or access to a portion of funds that are not exposed to downside losses. So you have a place to go for that income while you're waiting for the market to rebound. I tell you, retirement right around the corner. What do you do? I mean, you've worked hard. You've been busy. Maybe you've been preoccupied. You haven't been thinking about retirement. So how do you... How do you kind of boost it up right there at the end before you leave your job for retirement? So these are last minute financial moves that you absolutely need to kind of jot these down and do them. So reduce your portfolio risk. Know exactly what's going on inside that portfolio. And remember, the last 13 so years, you know, we've been in a bull run. People have kind of been, you know, they're falling asleep at the wheel. It's, a, it's like autopilot. I mean, you really need to be aware of what's going on inside that portfolio. That was number one. And, Chad, how important is it just to absolutely positively, if your company has a 401k, max it out? Yeah, it's right. It's one of the biggest things we tell all of our clients, young, old. You know, Grant mentioned this a little bit in the last segment, uh, last segment about, about how important it is. You know, one of the biggest benefits to your savings, to your retirement savings when you're in your 50s, is the catch-up provision. So once you turn 50 years old, the IRS actually allows you to contribute up to an additional $1,000 to your IRA account or 6500 to your 401k plan. This brings the annual maximum allowable contributions to $7,000 for an IRA and $27,000 for a 401k. 
So if you're in a position to max out your retirement accounts, this could result in total contributions of $70,000 to an IRA or a whopping $270,000 to a 401k uh, just from age 50 to 60. As you're likely in your peak earnings level in your 50s, it's a great time to beef up your retirement accounts. Uh, this is why we tell our clients who may be thinking it's too late to start catching up in their 50s or even 60s. It is never too late with the market being down, uh, especially like it is now making those systematic contributions and maximize your retirement plan for the next five, 10 years. You know, we've seen folks increase their net worth by twofold over the last 10 year period um, with the market being as it is. And historically, after a large uh, bull run or a, a correction like we've seen. Um, we should have a seven to nine year period of positive growth. So now is the perfect time to maximize those contributions, reduce your dollar cost averaging, uh, and, and get really ahead of the game over the next 10 years. Talking about, you know, last minute financial moves that you can make as you are getting close to retirement. I, I often think of, uh, you might you might giggle at this, but, you know, Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, when they are riding in the Jeep and they're going through the jungle and all of a sudden the T-Rex comes out of nowhere and trailing the Jeep and you look in that rear view and it says things appear, you know, bigger. Well, folks, that's kind of like it's kind of like your retirement. I mean, it's right there and you have been working hard, but maybe you haven't been as diligent when it comes to your retirement plan. So these are things that you can do last minute that can help out. So reduce portfolio risk we've talked about. If your company has a 401k, max out those 401k contributions. And how important, Chad, is this next one where you take a look at your Social Security claiming strategy and you really need to map it out? Yeah, well, I tell you, Morgan, I'll admit, I've never seen a T-Rex running behind my uh, Yukon, <laughs> thankfully. Not yet, at least. So that <laughs> may be a little above my pay picture. grade. Trying to paint a picture. I know, but I, I like the analogy. And you're right, Social Security, you know, this is the one that's near and dear to my heart, Morgan, because when I first got in this business, I tell the story all the time, I really saw a, a need for comprehensive Medicare and Social Security planning that many advisors really had overlooked and weren't addressing adequately at the time. So for qualifying workers born in 1960 or later, full retirement age is now defined as 67. However, you can file your retirement benefits anytime between age 62 and 70. Which age is right for you will depend on a number of factors, and it's best decided uh, you know, to consult with your financial advisor to make the best decision. Every wait you uh, every year you wait to claim benefits from age 67 to 70. So once you get to full retirement age again, some people are taking full retirement age but before 67, but for most people it's 67. Every year you wait from 67 to 70, you're going to get an 8% annual increase. So the bottom line is, you know, waiting to file at age 70 instead of claiming at 72 will absolutely result in a permanent increase. The break-even point where the maximum, the cumulative benefit of waiting to 70 um, pays off is living for most people, depending on the full retirement out, anywhere from 78 to 82. So statistically, you will be better off. Um, but it's like we say to everyone, there is no right or wrong way to take Social Security. You know, a lot of advisors say, oh, don't take it until your full retirement age or you're a fool to not take it until 70. Well, that doesn't work for everyone. That's that's cookie cutter. We don't work like that. We want to give you a, a comprehensive strategy so you understand here's the pros and cons of taking it early, of taking it at your full retirement age and taking it later. So you have the information and the power to make the best decision for your situation. So important. Uh, you know, Chad, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, it is an individual situation when it comes to retirement planning and you deal with this on a daily basis. And folks, this is not a, uh, you know, 
somebody comes in the office and we're going to pull a plan out of drawer number A. And then somebody else comes in and we're going to pull a plan out of drawer number B. That's not how it works. I mean, this is sitting down and this is talking about your retirement puzzle and putting the pieces out in front and seeing, you know, what that puzzle is going to look like. And if there are some missing pieces, then you start to work and you really start to plan on putting that puzzle together so it is complete when you get to retirement. So important, important, important. It needs to be custom to you. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial right here in New Orleans. And this is no cost. No obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your planning process. If you are getting close to retirement and you are, well, maybe not really thinking about the planning part of it, or maybe you've kind of put it on the back shelf, now's the time to really kick it into gear. These are last-minute financial moves that you can make so when your work payday stops and you're in retirement, you're going to be better prepared. So you reduce your portfolio risk. You know, if your company has a 401k, max out those contributions, really plan your social security claiming strategy, make sure that's a good fit for you. And again, this is not one size fits all. It needs to be custom to you. Last one we have time for, Chad, is really kind of sit down before you get to retirement and have a retirement budget. Yeah, it's critical. You know, a lot of people don't think about this when the money's coming in. They know, okay, I've got enough money to pay my bills. You know, the first and the 15th, the check's always there. But when those checks stop, it's really going to be important to understand how much is going out. There's no more money coming in other than from your investments, your pension, your Social Security. So um, the one thing we also see is don't use old numbers. If you've done some uh, workshop stuff or or some uh, workshop some ideas about you know how much to budget some people we find are using older or outdated numbers with inflation as high as it is use current numbers for your bills and for your food and for your gas and all the common things that we see use current numbers and when you get into retirement it may be a a kind of a floating number right take three months six months to really evaluate um, how those bills have changed uh, what other things have come up, you know, maybe you're spoiling the grandchildren these days, or you had that trip you have an account for. So use current information. And, but and, and no matter how much you have, um, there's, there's, uh, we've seen people that have millions that you can still overspend. So having a budget is critical. All right. Simon and Simon Financial now going to open up five spots on the calendar for the upcoming week. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? Yep. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. All right, folks, we have five positions on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Call this number now and grab one. 800-728-2225. Again, that's 800-728-2225. Maybe you haven't started planning. Great opportunity to do it. 800-728-2225, or you need that second opinion, call the number now. 800-728-2225. Coming up on the program, well, we're living longer, and that means we have to plan for it, folks. We're living longer than our grandparents. We're going to need more money. We'll talk about it when we come back.
Welcome back into Retirement Roo. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, Father Gerald Simon. He's the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between Gerald and his sons, 88 combined years experience, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. This is a fiduciary firm. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And again, we hit the topics each and every week, but we also, we give you access. We have five positions on the calendar for Simon & Simon Financial, and that's no cost, no obligation. No pressure. We'll open those up here in just a little bit. And you can use that to maybe get started in your retirement planning process or if you need that second opinion. So most of us, Grant, they grew up learning basic rules when it comes to saving for retirement. The problem is many of those rules are now old and no longer applicable. I mean, they just they don't apply. And according to American Academy of Actuaries, a couple both reach age 65 will have a 50% chance of having one of the two spouses live well into their 90s. Now, that being said, we wanted to outline these are mistakes to avoid when it comes to retirement savings. We'll hear from Grant and Chad. We'll start with Grant. Grant, high fees and costly financial products. Just be aware of the fees that are in this portfolio. Oh, absolutely. And it's not just, I mean, it's with everything, whether it's the advisor's fee, if it's the fees inside of an annuity, for instance, any sort of financial product that you have, you have to know what you are paying for. And the important thing from an advisory standpoint is to make sure that you very clearly state and show a client exactly what the costs are. There is no one perfect investment that's going to solve anyone's uh, needs, goals, and objectives completely. You're going to have to build the perfect investment in the aggregate. You're going to have to have different pieces to make it work properly, but you have to know what you're getting for what you're paying for. And you want to also make sure that your advisor operates under the fiduciary standard versus the suitability standard. They are very, very different things. So you have to know what you're paying for and what you're getting for those costs. Mistakes to avoid uh, as we are approaching retirement. You don't want to run out of money. So be aware of high fees, costly financial products. What, you know, what's your advisor getting? Ask these questions. I mean, have that peace of mind. Next up, Grant, if you're using outdated rules for withdrawing money, you could be in trouble here. Well, you certainly can, especially with what we're going through right now in this hyper inflationary environment. You know, many people are familiar with the 4% rule. You're going to be safe if you withdraw 4% from your portfolio. This is what almost all retirees were told to do, um, so they would never run out of money. The problem with the rule is that it was developed during the mid-1990s when interest rates were higher and returns were historically better in the market. Since then, bond interest rates have been much, much lower, and there have been some major fluctuations in the market since the turn of the century. Folks, always, you know, it, ta it starts with a conversation when it comes to your retirement. And Again, you want to avoid these mistakes as you head towards retirement. I mean, think about what's going on in your portfolio, high fees and costly financial products. Again, if you're using an outdated withdrawal strategy when it comes to your money. Chad, want to talk to you about these next few. Uh, exposing investments to too much risk. And I say that when we're getting through a 13-year bull run, a lot of people have maybe uh, put it on autopilot. I mean, things have gone so well for so long, they might not be aware of how much risk is in that portfolio. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, until it's too late, uh, which we've seen a lot of uh, recently, you may actually think you're in a pretty diversified position or you've accounted for risk until we go through an inflationary recession, inflationary correction, and every asset class gets its butt kicked. So, you know, how much risk is too much? Uh, financial advisors typically use um, Monte Carlo simulations or the, these tried and true, you know, 4% rules. But today you kind of have to throw that out the window and really look at it on the individual's case-by-case uh, -case situation. And what we say is two things. Create a goal for every dollar in retirement. Know what funds are for safety, what funds are for income, which funds are for growth, and then build from there. And then back into, on your, for your safe assets, back into the amount needed um, to provide the amount of income it will take um, for a year or two, however long it may take for that correction. Always have a place to go for that six months, you know, one year, two years at the most, where you'll need to take out income from an asset class that hasn't gone down or uh, has a, a minimized uh, loss or downside. So you have to account for that. And it's it starts with creating a plan for every goal um, and, and getting with someone who really knows what they're doing and, and backing into that those numbers. Retirement Rue, you are locked into it. It's always about retirement. Powered by Simon & Simon Financial right here in New Orleans. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Again, Gerald, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between Gerald and his sons, 88 combined years of experience. They are a fiduciary firm. We are talking about, you know, just the, the mere fact that we are living longer and the number one fear out there is running out of money in retirement. So these are mistakes to absolutely positively avoid as you move towards retirement and into retirement. So the high fees in costly financial products, make sure you know the fees that you are being charged, ask questions, you know, using outdated rules for withdrawing your money, that could get you in a little bit of trouble. Uh, exposing investments to too much risk, you heard Chad talk about that. And this next one, Chad, is another big one. If you're overpaying or not planning for your taxes, because they're going up. Yeah, that seems to be the trend. You know, we print uh, several trillion dollars within a few years. You know, it's so funny and, and not to get political, but just to talk about, we were talking about the other day, you know, back in 08, 09, uh, we fought for six months, six months to approve a $800 billion bailout package um, during a much worse recession. And now we have um, effectively printed, uh, you know, five, six trillion plus over the last two or three years. Um, so you just can't do that and it, it, for, for an extended period of time. It's the reason why we've had this inflationary created uh, recession or inflationary created correction. So retirees should always be aware of how taxes can impact and drastically reduce their retirement savings. Um, you know, for example, a, a retired couple receiving Social Security and a small pension could be in a loan of tax bracket that they could potentially withdraw a portion of their IRA earnings or tap their taxable accounts and possibly have no or very minimal um, taxable effect. Um, the biggest thing that we see when it comes to taxes is overestimating taxes in retirement. Remember, when you're in retirement, unlike when you were taking work income, there's no FICA, there's no Medicare. Social Security is taxed at a max rate, even, you're, even for those who max out Social Security, at a max rate of 85%. Only 85% of Social Security is taxed. So it's going to be a, a much different taxable situation. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. Um, but the biggest thing is overestimating that amount. So get with someone who can really itemize you know, those income sources to find out exactly what you're looking at. Uh, so you can see where you may be able to take some more income without putting yourself in a, in a worse tax situation. Man, have a plan. Work with professionals. Work with a fiduciary firm uh, when it comes to your retirement planning because you can avoid these mistakes because you're going to have these conversations. 
And again, we have one more mistake to talk about, and then we're going to open up the phones and uh, we're going to fill up five positions on the Simon and Simon uh, calendar for the upcoming week. And that's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. So we've talked about high fees and costly financial products. That is something you really need to avoid. Um, if you're using outdated withdrawing money, the rules for withdrawing your money when it comes to retirement accounts, you need to, you know, you need to get educated on that. You need to change. Exposing investments too much risk. If you're doing that, big, big mistake. And then if you're overpaying or not planning for your taxes, man, you are in the dark. Last one. Chad, and this one's for you as well. Attempting a 60-day IRA rollover. Yeah, we see this. We, we don't see it as much as we used to, but it is a, a huge uh, pitfall that people can avoid very easily. You know, the biggest mistake a retiree can make when it comes to – one of the biggest mistakes a retiree can make when it comes to their IRAs is cashing them out completely, um, whether it's on their own or through advice of, uh, of a, an advisor, which we see rarely, but it does happen. Um, we'll see someone say, oh, I really don't want my mortgage – um, or my child needs a, a home, so I'm going to tap, you know, 180,000, 200,000 for my 401k IRA, uh, and then you know help pay off my mortgage. But when you do that, I mean, you're exposing 100% of that money to a 20, 30 plus percent uh, tax rate. If you're, especially when you're when you're still working, if you work seven, eight months and you've racked up 100,000 plus in household income, and then you're going to add another. 50, 60, 80, 100,000 that's going to be taxed at the highest effective tax rate. Um, you're only going to keep on 100 grand, maybe 60, 70,000 dollars. All that money is gone. The income generation, the income ability for that money is gone forever. Um, and you've just exposed it to a huge tax hit. So, usually don't see advisors recommend this. If an advisor recommends this, they need to <laughs> really reconsider uh, their, their job security because that's a good way to get in trouble. But really, the big takeaway is, um, careful preparation, understanding that there are many routes to go to finance um, uh, your home or, or do these projects. And we do see people who come in who take in their money out of an IRA. If done correctly, you can exercise a 60-day rollover and get that money back into uh, your IRA tax-free. You can only do one a year. It has to be done correctly. But if you find yourself in that situation, you feel like you made a mistake, come Give us a call, sit down with a fiduciary, sit down with an advisor, and really you can make a plan to get that money back into an IRA, and it's as if it never happened. All right, we've got five positions on the calendar with Simon and Simon. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? Yeah, Morgan, so for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no cost or obligation to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you made those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll try to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. We'll then perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. All right, we got five spots. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call it now. Question and answer coming up on the other side. We'll be right back. into Retirement Rue. It's all about retirement. Powered by Simon & Simon Financial right here in New Orleans. We have Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. And Gerald's the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between father and sons, 88 
combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are a fiduciary firm. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we will open up five positions on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial immediately following our question and answer. And those positions, those appointments are no cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. All right, Q&A. Question number one is Tom in Covington. Here's the question for you, Grant. I'm 64 and I'm starting a new job this year. Should I even bother to sign up for the 401k plan? Or at this age, should I just save money elsewhere? And if I'm saving it elsewhere, where should I do it? Traditional IRA, Roth IRA, after-tax brokerage account? What do you think? Yeah, Tom, um, I would tell you to absolutely sign up for the 401k, even though you're, you're just starting this new job. The benefit is, is that number one, you can save a lot more in the 401k plan than you can save in a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. Um, and you get a tax deduction for it. You very well might get uh, a company match. Now, your uh, contributions to the 401k are always vested. The matching that the company does for your contributions might have a vesting schedule. It might take you four or five years to get 100% of those matching uh, contributions when you do retire or leave. But ha- signing up for the 401k now is the best place to put your money because it gives you the most uh, opportunity to save pre-tax and potentially get some additional funds from the matching contributions of your company. Question and answer portion of Retirement Roo, powered by Simon and Simon Financial. Grant Simon spending time with us on these first questions. Slidell's our next location. Paul is there. Here's the question for you, Grant. I have an annuity that I'm very pleased with, but I still have about 200000 sitting in cash. My current advisor has suggested that I put that money into another annuity, but I'm not sure that makes much sense to have a second one. What do you think? Yeah, Paul. So what I would say is, is th- this is really about looking at your investment from a holistic point of view. To say that you have one that you're very pleased with, that's great. And I'm sure you are considering what has gone on in the market, because I assume that the annuity that you have is fixed. It's not a variable annuity, so it hasn't gone down any when everyone else in the market has lost you know, 25 to 30%. So it's wonderful that you have it. Now, for cash purposes, how much you should invest into safe investments like annuities or into the market really depends on how the rest of your money is invested. How much do you have in 401k? Because almost all of that is typically in the market. And brokerage account. So we look at this from a holistic point of view. It's not just about getting another one. It's about putting that plan in place to get the right allocation. You might want to have 60% of your money in something like your annuity and the rest 40% could go into the market. And at this low point in the market, it could be a wonderful time to put some of that cash to work. But you really want an advisor not to just call you up and say, yeah, I want you to get another thing, whatever that thing might be. It really needs to be fitting into a broader plan. And also what type of allocation for safe versus market money are you trying to get to? Retirement rude question and answer. And just remember, too, I mean, it's always very interesting to hear what others are going through. And there might be something similar that you're dealing with. But remember, your situation is unique to you and your retirement plan needs to be just uh, as focused and just as unique. So with that being said, we have five positions on the calendar at Simon Simon Financial, and we will open them up here shortly. Another question for you, Grant. Let's go to Folsom. This is Daniel. Here's the question. My wife started working at a pharmaceutical company that gave her several thousand dollars worth of company stock when she started. In the last year, that stock has doubled in value. Should we sell it and realize those gains or 
buy more, and hope it keeps going up. We're both age 55. Well, Daniel, I can tell you that is a very, very good question and a good problem to have, really. Uh, the fact that uh, your wife was able to get these, um, uh, these the common shares for the company stock or restricted stock, however they gave it to her. The beauty of getting uh, that free money is is really hard to uh, to put into words. But when we're talking about should you sell something or should you continue to invest in it, that's really looking at uh, a bit a bit deeper. You want to make sure that if you're going to be putting money to this into this company, i.e., into the company stock, that you have a, 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 a at least a general understanding that the company is heading in the right direction. You wouldn't ever want to invest in a company that's on the downslide. You would want to invest in, in a company that is moving in the right direction, has momentum to continue to grow and build. So since it's only several thousand dollars, yes, it has doubled in value. But generally speaking, if you're 55 and going to work till, let's say, 65, you got 10 more years, continue to invest, put your contributions in, whether they be in you know, a portion going into the company stock or into a broader-based uh, fund like the S&P 500, you want to continue to make those contributions. I would not really be as concerned about selling out just to capitalize on a couple thousand dollars worth of gains. Question and answer portion of the program powered by Simon and Simon Financial. You're listening to The Rue. When we get done with the questions, we're going to open up five positions on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. Next question up, we'll go to Chad. This is Mandeville. The location, Christy, is there. Here's the question. I'm leaving my current job to start work with a new company company in a month. I have a pension with my current company and basically have three options to consider. I could start taking the pension now. I could defer it and start taking a higher amount later, or I could roll it over to an IRA as a lump sum, which option usually makes the most sense. Yeah. Hey, Christy, thanks for the question. You know, this is a scenario we see all the time. And while I would really want to get a better idea of your overall financial situation before I make any concrete recommendations, I will leave you with a few things to think about. So the first thing is if you take your pension now and continue to work, this will increase your overall income and expose you potentially to a higher effective tax rate. So if you're possibly reducing your payout by taking your pension on your social security or while it's going to not only uh, increase your taxable income exposure, you're also going to get a reduced payout for your pension or if it's social security for your social security um, and while you're still working and that's going to lead to higher taxes. So uh, rule of thumb is if you're still working um, and you can take a reduced benefit, you may want to hold off because of the higher taxes and the reduced benefit over the long run. Second is when it comes to determining whether or not you to take a pension or a lump sum, so to take the lifetime income stream or the pension or to take the lump sum payout, you really want to let the math be your guide. So if your pension, for instance, is 2000 a month and the lump sum payout is seven or 800000 well, then that's only a 3% withdrawal rate. So you can conservatively make a greater return and have access to the funds uh, as opposed to effectively purchasing a lifetime income stream that averages a low compound return. Um, so in that situation, you may want to consider taking the lump sum. On the other hand, if your pension is paying two thousand a month, twenty four grand a year, and the payout is only three hundred thousand, well, that's a payout rate or withdrawal rate of eight percent, which is much harder to accomplish conservatively in the market and throughout your retirement years. So you should consider 
um, taking the pension if it's that situation. So really, it's simple. Let the math be your guide on whether or not you want to take the pension, lifetime income, or the lump sum. And lastly, anytime you can wait to take a pension or Social Security and get the increased payout, especially if you're still working because of the tax implications we spoke about earlier, it will work out to your favor. Anytime you can extend that, it will work out in your favor. You know, but considering your other income sources, your other assets, that's really the decision to make when consulting with your advisor, uh, not knowing what your other income assets are. You know, making those decisions is different for everyone. We never say there's a right or wrong way to take your pension or your social security. It really comes down to your specific situation. Um, and, and without that information, it's hard to say, but those are really the rules of the road, things you want to consider before making such big decisions. Retirement Rue, question and answer. Now in the books, it's your opportunity to get on the counter with Simon and Simon, and you can do that right now. So Chad, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Yeah, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no cost or obligation to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. All right, folks, we have five positions. If you have at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number to call and book an appointment with Simon & Simon, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. If you haven't started planning this is a great opportunity to do that. If you're in the middle of something, you need that second opinion, call this number now, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, 800-728-2225. Another edition of Retirement Rue is in the books. For Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We'll see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.